Good morning, radio entrepreneurs, listeners, and fans. I'm producer Nathan Gobes. I'm here to uh, introduce you to another guest. My co-host for this morning is the one and only John Dustin of JED Insurance. Welcome, John. Nathan, great to be back with you. Thanks. Always great to have you. Our next guest is Demetra Murphy, owner of Daddy Jones Bar and Restaurant in Somerville. Welcome, Demetra. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Great. Uh, so just tell us a little bit about uh, the restaurant and the history behind it, and then and then we'll get into some of the other stuff. Sure. Yeah, so we are a small neighborhood restaurant in Somerville in Magoon Square. We are just closing on our ninth year. Uh, November 1 will be nine years. And um, we serve Greek food, bar food. We started out more like towards craft cocktails, but the Greek foods become more popular. So I definitely think of us as a Greek neighborhood restaurant first, which is always funny when your name is Daddy Jones. <laughs> Um, but I didn't want people to be scared off and feel like they couldn't come in and like have a drink at the bar. Um, and I wanted, I, I read the name in the book one a uh, long time ago. So, yeah. Awesome. And, uh, so obviously as we all know, you know, we've had, we've been going through the pandemic for the last uh, year and a half to two and, um, uh, you know, we're now we're dealing with labor shortages, things like that. Uh, I know that you've sort of ridden through all of that. Uh, tell us how that's how that's been going and and uh, what the restaurant is doing now. Yeah, I mean, we've had a really small team. We did at the start of the pandemic end up laying off almost everybody, um, but they all came back. Um, a lot of them have worked for me from like sort of college and now our early 20s and, or, you know, I met them when I was a cross country coach in high school at Somerville High and through the athletic department have gotten employees and then their little brothers or sisters. And on, with one family, I'm on the third sibling now that's gonna be working for us. <laughs> um, and it's all through the high school. So that's awesome. Um, I always love green employees that don't know a lot about the industry. Um, Kind of is a blessing and a curse for them because they become spoiled working for us and then they work somewhere else and they're like, <laughs> I want to come back. <laughs> um, so it's a small team. We are right now going through the process of switching to an admin fee instead of gratuity so that it can be dispersed between front of house, uh, front of house. Our staff are kind of, if you do front of house stuff and back of house stuff, um, but to be able to pull uh, fairly because it's definitely the, the, the disconnect between the wages can be so far off and it's not right because especially in a place like us, you, you really need each other. And it's very evident when the place is so small, um, that it's a team environment. So we're pretty excited about that, but we're also changing our point of sale system to kind of get that done easier. So, so your uh, menu is Greek uh, food, so kebabs. Tell us a little bit what's on the menu quickly. Yeah, so um, I mean, our, our biggest sellers are our gyros. So we have the shaved beef lamb blend, mm -hmm. just like you would get at a festival. A lot of my food is in, inspired, honestly, from the Somerville Greek Festival. My parents always volunteer there and I volunteer there now. And I know like the items that people love and the stuff that I would look forward to every year. Um, 
we do a homemade spanakopita here. We special like pastizio, which is essentially Greek lasagna, mm-hmm. um, more meat heavy than sauce. Um, moussaka, which is like layered potato, eggplant, that seasoned beef and a cheesy bechamel on top. Um, we do a lot of dips in house. So red pepper dip, tzatziki, uh, our own hummus. Um, mm. Our burgers are also popular, uh, which we do have a lamb burger, but our bigger seller is called the Chris Burger, and it's a spicy mm. burger on an English muffin. Um, so right. there's definitely a, a variety, but the euros <laughs> are definitely bigger sellers. Hey, I'm a I'm a huge Mediterranean. My mother was Armenian, so I love the food. But um, what are the challenges with the supply chain that you've had? Have you had any real challenges? Oh. All the time, um, it's always something that's out of stock or you order one thing, you know, you need a certain to-go container and you're getting a different size to-go container. Uh, we do sweet potato fries with feta and honey and we don't cut our own. We get frozen sweet potato fries and it's like a free-for-all about what shape they're going to be right now or <laughs> which of our three distributors are going to have them or do we have to go pick them up ourselves? Like it's, um, it's definitely interesting. And, you know, there's some times where you have a distributor that might tack on an extra item because they're trying to reach a, a quota <laughs> and in better times that might fly. But right now it's like, I cannot like, please take that back. But, you know, nobody's taking returns right now because uh, of COVID. Um, so, you know, yeah. it's just interesting dynamic with some of the situations. And my husband is a, a liquor wine salesman and I see what goes on with, you know, oh, we have this wine in or this bottle in and it's X number of cases and, you know, it's not a 750. We only have liters or whatever. There's like the wrong, <laughs> you just get whatever they send you at this point. And, and, and uh, most of the restaurants, you established yourself in a great area as far as uh, food. You know, I think Somerville came up at a perfect time. You said about nine years ago, is there a lot of competition and is it friendly competition or what do you find? Um, I definitely felt it was more competitive pre-pandemic, but now mm-hmm. I know that there are like neighboring restaurants that I might have never communicated with the owner before, but now we're on a regular text basis where we communicate about, you know, things coming up. For example, the city's about to pass a law or I need French fries, whatever it is, right? <laughs> like we are on. <laughs> a regular text chain which is kind of awesome because you don't feel as alone in this business as much as we are all like trying to get a piece of the same pie right like we are more friendly and and I do think that's a great benefit that's come out of the pandemic are there um is there anything else that you've been doing to uh to adapt to the to the situation um uh, any other methods that you've taken to either get more customers or or um, help with sales, things like that? Oh, yeah. So we actually added a coffee program this year. So I own the building, right? So for me, it's like, how can I maximize like 24 hours a day? You know, um, we're not open during the day. We're not really a heavy lunch area. But there's definitely people that love their local coffee shop. So we added Saturday, Sunday coffee, but espresso. We're using atomic roasters out of uh, Salem, um, which is really delicious. Um, like 
I, it's hard to not come here for my own coffee now, right? Just make my own instead of buying one. Um, and so we're doing that on Saturday, Sunday, breakfast sandwiches. And the goal is to have it go seven days a week um, up to the Wi-Fi and added electrical outlets to all the tables so people can feel comfortable bringing in a laptop during the day and hanging out. And of course, take out. Great. Has your takeout increased substantially? Making sure that takeout, it can be as Hmm? Has your takeout increased substantially during the pandemic? Or? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. There's days where the sales are predominantly takeout. Um, what's interesting now is I can notice the increase in takeout based on what's happening in the news. So like when the <laughs> Delta variant started to spike, we got takeout orders, less walk-ins. So Somerville is very like keen on exactly what's happening with everything and very socially conscious. So, you know, a lot of mask wearing here. It's funny to me because I'll go to other cities and it's very different. Um, but we have a big outdoor space. So that benefits us for outdoor dining. We allow for mobile ordering. So you don't even talk to us if you don't want to. Um, and some people love it. I've had people come in and say that first time at a restaurant in a year and a half, so they're just kind of easing back into, you know, the, the social elements of all this. And we're kind of like a, a good first date for them. You know, they can come in, not have to interact too much because it's, I, I feel like mentally, this has all done a lot for us, you know, not just business owners, just people in general having to deal and navigate with this new, mm -hmm. new world. Yeah. Well, before we go, do you uh, do you have any thoughts about where uh, the restaurant industry or or uh, Somerville's restaurant industry is going in the next few months? You know, six to twelve months. I mean, it's hard to predict what the pandemic will do, of course. But uh, you know, looking at where things are at now, it it is really hard to predict. I think I I feel like I'm starting to see a lot of like tired restaurant owners. So there's a lot of opportunity for people to come in that want to get into this business and take over. I'm seeing like new listings for sale for places you wouldn't have expected. Um, but I think that it's, it's such a romantic industry. People always want to be, I do believe that there's always hope and there's always going to be new developments and excitement like food wise and people that you know maybe haven't been jarred but will come out with new experiences and can tackle the industry in a better way so i'm excited for that um it's i don't know what to think of the next six months i keep hearing different views whether it's going to be another spike or things are back to normal uh, based on people's behaviors i think people want the connection and want back to normal but who knows <laughs> well thank you uh uh, remind everyone, our guest has been Demetra Murphy, owner of Daddy Jones uh, Bar and Restaurant in Somerville. Uh, Demetra, if people are looking to uh, get in touch with the restaurant, order some food, uh, what's, uh, what's the website? What's the phone number? Um, tell us how to get to you. Website is uh, daddyjonesbar.com, and it's just J-O-N-E-S, daddyjonesbar.com. Phone number is 617-690-9095. Um, or I'm always available by Instagram. So at Daddy Jones Bar, people message us a lot on social media. Great. And John, uh, John so Dustin, John Dustin, JED Insurance, how do people reach you if they want to get in touch? 
uh, by phone, 508-543-1067, on the web at www.jedinsurance.com, and email john.dustin, D-U-S-T-I-N, at jedinsurance.com. Great. And of course, John can be found on Radio Entrepreneur's website on our uh, Thought Leaders page. Um, of course, Demetra will be featured on our uh, on our postings as well once we get this up there. But uh, you can also find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. We're all over the place. Uh, but thank you. We want to uh, thank all our listeners and fans. We'll be back with this and with another segment on Radio Entrepreneur's.